So today is a day of many news. Not news like news, like the news that we're going to talk about, like new things. We're sitting in our new office space today. Very exciting for us here at the News Center. We've been working in sort of a dungeon, it seems like, for a while. we got a nice, beautiful view of downtown. And we also have a new guest on the show today who's not going to be a guest much longer. She's going to be a part of this podcast moving forward in a producer role. Very excited to have Brianna Pachorka here on the show. Brianna, thank you so much for joining and for taking over this producer role. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, same here. And then we're also going to welcome back to the podcast a familiar voice, Keenan Thomas, which is very exciting because last time you heard Keenan's voice, Keenan was an intern. Now they are a full-time reporter here at Knox News. So congratulations and welcome back to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. And I am Ryan Willis, downtown reporter and host of the Scruffy Stuff. And today we're going to be talking about the new year. I know it's been a few weeks, but 2023, we're still in the early phases, and hopefully you're sticking to your New Year's resolutions. If not, we have some suggestions, some of our New Year's resolutions for downtown. Not necessarily resolutions that we hope downtown accomplishes, things that we want to accomplish in downtown in the new year. Uh, We'll be talking about that here in just a second, but before we get started, let me remind everyone that the Scruffy Stuff is brought to you by KnoxNews.com, where you can find everything we discuss here on the show and a whole lot more. Knox News relies on support from readers and listeners to provide you compelling stories from Knoxville and across East Tennessee. Subscribers get an all-access pass to all of our premium, exclusive content. And to become a subscriber, it's easy. Just visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offer and sign up today. I've been talking enough. Let's start with the new people. Brianna, let's start with you. Producers first. What is your big resolution, your number one thing that you hope to accomplish downtown in 2023? The number one thing that I want to accomplish is take advantage of more free stuff that downtown has to offer, especially now that everything is getting so expensive. It's getting harder to constantly go out. If I went to First Friday for the first time, I think, in the six and a half years that I've lived here. and well, You've never been to First Friday I've before? Never. never. Um, and That's so that surprising. Was, <laughs> that was the first time that I've actually gone out and done First Friday. And it was really cool. And I couldn't believe that it took me so long to take advantage of that. So, you know, I want to do more First Friday. I want to take advantage of, you know, the concerts in the square. The art museum is free. On Sundays, you know, the East Tennessee History Museum is free trying to take advantage of more free activities in downtown. Yeah, and I've been really impressed lately with some other things that they brought on the square besides like your jazz concerts and and, and whatever. I mean, we know a lot of like of the festivals have moved over to World's Fair Park, but a lot more just like sort of daily, day-to-day life pop-ups have been happening on the square, which is really exciting. The March Madness thing, I don't know if you saw that down on the square. I thought that was really, really cool. And hopefully we'll, we'll see more stuff like that in the future. If not free, you can at least do stuff on the cheap downtown. I saw uh, downtown Knoxville Alliance the other day posted like how to enjoy downtown for like less than 20 bucks. Another one is the uh, the Blue Plate Special. Um, you do that, go get a cheap Petro's bowl, just walk around the square, it's beautiful down there. So I'm with you on that. Free is always good. Free is always good and I'm trying to minimize my own purchases, but my first kind of new year downtown resolution goes against that a little bit that's fine Um, (laughs) we don't have to agree here but uh i want to try to find more lunch spots and really utilize those places as well as you know make my own lunch and save money that way but i i find myself consistently defaulting back to mcdonald's or something fast food related 
just to get something and I'm like, oh, I know it's cheap and I know I can get it on my way to the office or whatever. But I like to try to find like more places where I can like, oh, on a Wednesday, I'm going to go get lunch and I'm going to go to Potchkey Deli. And yeah, it's a little more expensive, but that'll be like my one lunch for the week kind of thing in trying new places and such like that. I think the, the hard part about going downtown for lunch is that is the parking. Not that there's not adequate parking downtown, but you think about it, you only have a half hour, then you have to park and you have to walk. So Potchkey, I'm with you, is a great option. Plenty of free parking over there. Though I have recently discovered, I guess, it's it's sad that I've discovered it recently. I know you've written about it. CJ's Tacos, a great mm-hmm. spot for lunch. You know, if you can park and, and get in over there. CJ's Tacos is a great place for lunch. I've, I've stopped in frothy monkey a couple times petros i mentioned that earlier right there on the corner the cool thing is too is i mean if you want to even wanted to get it to go and bring it back to the office there's those free 15 minute parking spots downtown all you gotta do is just like put on your flashers just look for the sign i know there's one around the corner from market square by petros so there are options to get in and get out and not have to worry about parking and still get to enjoy some downtown food yeah and it's just a better way to spend my money than just going to mcdonald's every other day so mine is kind of related to yours, Brianna. Not free shows, but more local shows, which tend to be cheaper than the touring bands that are coming through town, right? So for me, I find myself always looking at what's coming to the Tennessee Theater, what's coming to the Mill and Mine, which band that, that I absolutely love that I stream on Spotify every day is going to be here next. And I tend to forget, as much as I love the local music scene here, about all the opportunities there are for I mean, I guess many of them are free shows, but to see local artists. So we had Adeem the Artist on the podcast uh, a couple weeks back, which was awesome. Uh, And Adeem obviously is growing beyond Knoxville as far as popularity. But um, there are other artists. If you head over to Knox News, I just wrote about Jarius Bush. He performs as Jay Bush, has a new album that is, by the time you're listening to this, is already released. I encourage you to go listen to it. But there's a hip-hop scene here. Barley's is a great place to catch a show. I always thought it was weird that a pizza restaurant of all places would have so many good musical acts coming through, but they actually get some touring acts. Pilot Light has been a staple down in the old city. And so I'm going to try to make it a point to go to, I don't know, at least a couple local shows a month and branching out beyond Prez Pub and Scruffy City Hall because I do go there a lot more just for the environment, but it is kind of the same types of music i guess you hear a lot a lot of the jam bands a lot of the 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 cover bands of uh 80s and 90s music and so we really have to get plugged in more with the local scene to add on to that chicken reel is also a surprisingly cool place to catch some free music and i've found found myself there a couple of times you know just grab a drink sit down and get to listen to some music and it's a cozy intimate place yeah, it's usually free. Like I feel, I feel like it's rare that they ever have a ticketed show, and there's good stuff there too. Mentioning Pilot Light and Jig and Rail, I'm just only mentioning this because Big Ears is up coming up soon, and so if you want to get a taste of these venues, those two venues typically have free programming throughout the weekend. So I saw they released um, some stuff about who will be playing the Pilot Light this year. So I encourage you to go down there and check it out anytime, but definitely during Big Ears. It's it's really cool to see Big Ears sort of take over those venues and, and offer something free to the public. Also with that, buy merch at these places. This is how you support artists. <laughs> okay, that's a good PSA. And yes, agree. Buy the merch and support local. Brianna, what else do you have on your list? So another one that kind of want to work on this year is finding more places downtown that offer non-alcoholic options that are more than just sparkling water or canned soda. I'm going um, through dry January right now. It is tough, let me tell you. It's very tough. Uh, you know, I had mentioned that we had gone out to First Friday for the first time earlier this month, and 
you know, usually the go-to spot is Public House. They have, you know, a dedicated mocktail menu and everything. But, of course, they're going to be busy on a Friday night. So we were trying to find some place. We were walking around for way too long in the cold weather, trying to find some place with a lot of options. So I think this year, just trying to find a place that doesn't cater, but is a bit more inclusive to people who don't drink for various reasons. It's kind of a kind of a resolution yeah i uh over the weekend went to maple hall and they have a well they had specifically cocktails that were designed for dry january but they have a small list of non-alcoholic cocktails that they keep all the time admittedly one of them i will say the one that i got just kind of tasted like a coffee it was just like coffee like cruise farm milk and some vanilla syrup but i enjoyed it uh, for those who don't know it's not really downtown but the butchery by frog juice kombucha there's an entire sober bar that's you know everything there is non-alcoholic if if you want to try that out but yeah, it's been it has been tough to go out, and the, I think part of the reason too is like Knoxville has been such a beer town for so long that the cocktails. I mean, it took a while for us to get craft cocktails, and now we're taking the alcohol out of them. I mean, obviously we have a thriving cocktail scene here and now, but the non-alcoholic beers used to only be like the Heinekens and the the Heineken Zeros, but I'm seeing now over at Knox Brew Hub they have like hazy IPAs that are non-alcoholic. So I guess that's another good place too if beer is more what you're looking for. You know, I noticed there are some breweries like Pretentious who sell frog juice uh, kombucha, and they'll even like put it in one of their glasses. So you still get the experience at Pretentious of, you know, getting your drink in their hand-blown glass, but it just being kombucha instead of their beer. Also make sure that if you are trying to really avoid alcohol, see what the if there is even a little bit of it in non-alcohol, because there's like a difference between non-alcoholic in zero alcohol right yeah, yeah like they have like a tiny bit of alcohol maybe i think in some non-alcoholic so if you are just worried about making sure that you have no alcohol at all just keep that in mind yeah and i was gonna say i'm sure the people especially like over at knox brew hub everybody there's so knowledgeable just ask the bartender i mean that's part of their job is to know what they're what they're serving you so you know yeah. no, no shame at all in asking what else do you have keenan so my next New Year's resolution for downtown is that I want to also go to more events and showings around town. Uh, maybe not necessarily specifically local artists, but just in general, try to get out a little more and see some of what downtown Knoxville has instead of going to like Nashville or Asheville or just want to make sure like, oh, a band I like or the local artist is at the Mill and Mine or finally actually go to the Bijou because I haven't done that yet or see if some place is playing like a movie in town that's like not just at regal or something i go to central cinema a lot but i want to also go to their other programming that's not just a movie right like i went over to uh what is it they, i didn't know they did some shows out at um out at iams central cinema did so like some of these like pop-up movie screenings have been really cool that's a good segue into mine because i'm picking up on a theme here that uh, we all want to see more events whether it's local whether it's free whether it's just you know, in general, want to get out and see a bigger variety of things. Uh, For me, I want to spend more time on UT's campus, which might sound uh, crazy to some people that try to avoid Cumberland at all costs. But I've always told myself that I, if it's completely my choice where I'm going to end up living, I want to live in a college town or at least a town with, you know, a substantial university nearby because you get the culture, you get the, the, um, you know, a cycle of new people and new ideas coming into the city. A lot of people after graduation stick around and start cool businesses. And there's just something, um, there's just a cultural aspect of having a university like UT in your town. But I feel like I'm always, or I'm only going over there if it is for a sporting event. And I have not taken advantage as much as I would like to of shows at Clarence Brown, 
or just you know a lot of the, like the like the special guest speakers or guest lecturers um, that come in and and you know talk to students. A lot of those events are free and open to the public. It's a public university, and so I don't want to go down there and drink at the bars necessarily because you know I'm not in college anymore. And uh, as far as the food scene goes down there, I mean, it's mostly the fast foods that you were talking about earlier. But actually on campus, even if it's just walking around, walking around the botanical gardens or just, you know, maybe I'm having a midlife crisis and I'm just missing college. But I just think that, you know, it's such an asset. The problem is it's kind of hard to get down there. And we've talked about that a lot here on the podcast before. It doesn't really feel like part of downtown, which it's not and it shouldn't, but it should feel like it's easily easy to get down there. Um, and some big changes are coming to Cumberland if you've been keeping up with the podcast. And so obviously that'll impact how much people are getting down there. But I think in 2023, before it gets too crazy with all that construction, I'm going to try to see as much as I can on that campus. Yeah, and definitely go to the Clarence Brown Theater. It's so wonderful seeing a show there. I saw Christmas Carol like twice really? there once. It's well, so good. It's also a good segue coming out of yours because you also are the, the most recent graduate of UT. And we have a few UT grads here. Class of 2022, baby. You know better than probably anybody in this newsroom stuff to do on UT's campus. Is there anything else that you can think of off the top of your head aside from the theaters and, of course, sports? There's the McClung Museum. Ah. Um, that one's free. That's also on my list of free things to there, take yeah. advantage of. But I've heard a lot of good things about the McClung Museum. I think I would just like to just go sit in the library every now and then. I mean, you know, it's it's a nice little escape, right? It's better than I, I like a college library more than a public library, I must say. Which uh, I, I mean, and it's a nice one. The downtown Knoxville library is great too. I've gone there a few times, but there is a nice quality to Hodges. If you're just like, I'm gonna go and go to the quiet floor and just sit down for a minute and just not like just decompress. Yeah, I used to go there and just just that was my reading spot, even though. Well, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've read, so never mind. But I used to go there and just hang out in the quiet floors, and it was it was fun. So I definitely second McClung. I I covered an art exhibit there once, and it was it's a fantastic way to feel more cultured, <laughs> right? Without having to break the bank. Speaking of experiencing and taking advantage of things here in town, I want to take advantage of the urban wilderness and local parks a lot more. Just from downtown, like you can go hang out at World's Fair Park. You can hang out at Citry Landon. There's places to walk on Volunteer Landing. And of course you have Iams. And I think we don't really appreciate how great we have it here. I mean, like what other cities can you go to where you're 15 minutes away from hiking trails or swimming in a quarry or there's so many kayaking ramps you can use. So I think this year I really want to take advantage of our green spaces more. Yeah, I can't believe it. I didn't go out to the quarry once this year. And I'm pretty sure that was on my bucket list. I think we did this podcast last year. And I said that I was going to do that. And I didn't. So You're let's hold each other one. to it. Okay, yeah. yeah so <laughs> we're going to do it this year yeah. for sure. I bought myself a, a, a nice little flotation thing. And it's still in the box. Yeah, so. <laughs> and I live in South Knoxville. I live like I could walk to the quarry. And I didn't go once. I'm embarrassed with myself. I'll add to that too. Because you, well, yeah, we were 15 minutes from uh, like a bunch of hiking trails. And a lot of beautiful landscapes. And we're also like. 30 40 minutes out from the great smoky mountains which are i need to go more i'm not a hiker but i do enjoy going out there sometimes moving on a, a little differently from that getting from nature more to retail business uh, <laughs> natural transition <laughs> natural transition it's fantastic we love it my third is that i want to try and go to more local stores and businesses uh this year i do try to make it a point sometimes to go to a small business or i'm going to go to something locally owned that's not just a target or 
the Kroger, <laughs> the Krogers, and like either get something I've been meaning to get there, or I'm going to look and browse and maybe I'll pick up something. For example, I go to Union Avenue Books a lot, and I usually end up getting a book or two while I'm there. But I would also like to go to the like other local bookstores that are here. Uh, a few of them are like Bear Den Books in Sequoia Hills, uh, Addison's on Gay Street, and uh, I think one that is either opened or it's opening soon called Fable Hollow. That's also like a tea shop. But that's like an example of I want to make sure I'm going out and I'm supporting local business more without relying on just the few that I already do. Yeah, I tried to do that last year. And the best suggestion I have and the way that I tried to approach it was, I mean, if I need something and it's inconvenient for me to shop downtown, I'm probably going to lean towards convenience. But I tried to make it a point that if I was buying gifts for somebody at all, yeah. To, to buy local because that's that's a certain time where you okay you're you're gift buying that means you're going out you need to go get somebody something okay you're already doing that make time I mean you know some thought should be behind the gifts go ahead while thinking about it uh, think about where you can get those gifts locally I mean we're very fortunate to have a lot of cool like shops that offer a lot of neat maker stuff I, I hate to be such a fangirl of pretentious but you know I've bought so many glasses and ornaments from pretentious to give as gifts and that's just not something that you can buy at Target or, you know, I mean, you could, but they're not, I mean, mass produced. So there's just, we're fortunate. We have a lot of cool makers in Knoxville and we should be supporting them. And don't feel bad because I'm a fanboy of pretentious too. So for me, I want to get a better understanding of the bus system so I can use the bus system. Um, not to get to work every day, but I have a stop like right by my apartment and I'm not sure, I don't even know where it goes. Uh, and I used to use the bus a lot, like when I was in college, not just to get around campus, but like I would like get around Chapel Hill, Durham. And yeah, I think there's an opportunity for, you know, I'm not going to take it every day, but maybe on the weekend I need to, you know, I need to get downtown. You know, sometimes if I plan on having, you know, a couple of drinks, I might Uber. Uh, maybe from now on, if I plan on having a couple of drinks, I'll take the bus. Just make sure that it's still running by the time I get done having my couple of drinks is the, is the problem. But Or at least just like the trolley around town. I mean, that, that comes pretty regularly. And so if I need to get from one side of downtown to the other, I took it for the first time about a year ago. It was during the last big years. I mentioned that earlier. And it was fun. I mean, it just looks like a bus on the inside, but it looks cool from the outside. I mean, you might even be able to take the trolley to UT's campus from downtown. Ooh, there Knock we go. Off a resolution for you right there. Oh my gosh! And while I'm down there, I can support local. There you go. Uh, I will yeah. say, unfortunately, I live out west, and the buses just don't really go out that far. And that's like my main gripe of <laughs> being a car owner is I have to drive everywhere. So I would definitely take advantage of that if I was you. And still, even now, like Knoxville is not a park and walk city quite yet. And so, you know, I feel like even if you come down and you park and you get out, you need to get to the other side of downtown. Most people are getting back in their car and parking. And then part of it's, you know, there's a lot of parking around downtown. So you can get from one side to the other and not have to worry about parking. But everybody, PSA, use public transportation. It makes things a lot easier. Just got to understand it first. So, all right. Well, that was it for me. But actually, I'm seeing I have another one. I think if y'all have another one that y'all like to share, you want to do four instead of three bonus here on the scruffy stuff. We're going to give you one more. Why not? Okay. All right. Brianna, what is your bonus? So we're really good at segueing into each other's resolutions because mine's actually kind of varying up where I park downtown. Um, I think a lot of people who go downtown, myself included, tend to park in the same parking garage every single time you go downtown. And Market Square. <laughs> 
I'm State Street. Oh, um, yeah. Well, most people, I feel like, are Market Square. Yeah. But. I avoid it because I can never park lower than level, like, four, and that stresses me out. Well, you're already but, a step ahead of most people yeah. by doing State Street. Like, that sounds exotic, I'm sure, to some people listening. So, I want to diversify where I park. You know, there's a lot of different places you can park for free downtown that's not State Street or Locust Street or Market Square, and... Some of them are kind of on the outer edges of downtown where I might not usually go to. And so for me, it's it's not just to use a different spot. It's to also expose myself to like different businesses that I might not usually walk past. Like if I parked in Dwight Castle, which is, you know, right on the edge, almost onto the river um, downtown. Like I'm missing the whole bit of the south part of Gay Street. Like I'm not walking past Dazzo's. I'm not walking past there's a uh, Knoxville soap and gifts. Yeah, soap candle gifts, candle yeah. soap gifts, gifts candle soap. One of those. Yeah, and yeah. you know there's like you know the Bijou. Like I always forget that there's the Bistro at the Bijou. You know because I just I don't walk past the Bijou very often. So for me, it's you know not parking in the same spot every time and you know exposing myself to other parts of downtown and i see your notes i see langley garages on there so yeah. that is a little i don't even know if we want to talk about that because that's kind of divulging our secrets here but that's also a very empty garage that's literally right next to market square garage so i will say that if market square garage says it's full i still pull in because there's it's never full yeah so same. that's you know if you, you can go you might have to go up 10 floors but you'll find a spot so um but if you don't want to do that yeah langley garage is a great option See, I just use Prior Brown Garage. <laughs> that was good. That was a joke. Anyway, going back a little bit to something we said earlier, because y'all mentioned pretentious several times, my bonus resolution is that I'd like to make sure I'm going out to other bars and, like, nightlife in town. If I am going out on, like, a Friday night and I'm just going to go hang out with friends at, like, a bar or something. Uh, like, I went to Pretentious for the first time the other night to meet up with a friend because we were just like oh let's go here <laughs> and it was and, great yeah that's what i was gonna say <laughs> it was it's pretty awesome right i love that outdoor space i was so sad that um honk's kitchen was closed that night i still got some chips and salsa and it was banging but it was a it was a nice place to just chill out for like a couple hours and drink their good beer i will say uh be sure at the bijou bring i've started going there a little bit more recently so there's that's a good nice. one for you <laughs> anyhow i'm with you on that i mean that's always good to do it sounds like we're all just want to just try new things, which I guess is what New Year's resolutions are. But I was just going to say, Monkey's Bar went there. That's where we actually ended up after First Friday. Oh, and yeah. uh, speaking of new places, that's a new place for everyone. And pretty cool spot. A nice little neighborhood cocktail beer spot. Highly suggest. Uh, not to be confused with Frothy Monkey. <laughs> um, another relatively new spot. But anyways, last thing for me. I want to do more organized social events. Now, I'm not saying I don't have friends, but I want to make some new ones. And I think the uh, new ones of with people that have similar interests to me, because I've seen, you know, when I do the newsletter on Fridays, which, by the way, Keenan's going to be doing some of the newsletters from here on out. We'll, we'll tell you a little bit more about that here at the end of the show. You know, I'm always looking for if there's anything cool happening downtown over the weekend. I'm looking for events. And if you get into Facebook events, if you really get into Facebook events, there's some really obscure meetups and things that are happening around town at places that I'm familiar with. There's a lot of bars and breweries that will host very uh, specific, you know, groups that want to have events there. And so I will always say that New to Knox is a great option, and we've had them on the podcast before, and they have said, and it's true, that you don't have to be new to Knoxville to do a new to Knoxville social. Everybody's 
you know, definition of new is different. Maybe you're new to the community, to a certain community, and you want to get out there. But I want to do more just meetups. Maybe I do it through New to Knox. Maybe I go through Facebook events, but stuff similar interest, whether it's, you know, live music. I'm sure there's a live music group around here or a music group or my guilty pleasure. Maybe there's a professional wrestling group of, of nerds like me that can get together and do that. But, you know, I don't have to just go out just to go out. I want to have more of a reason to go out to meet people and to socialize beyond my social circle. So that is it for me. That is it for the show. Thank y'all for listening to the scruffy stuff. And thank you both for, for joining. Brianna, very excited to have you as part of the team. And Keenan, I'm very excited to have you as part of Knox News now, officially as a reporter. If you want to keep up with the podcast and all of the downtown stories and content that we're putting out at Knox News between episodes, you can join the Urban Knoxville group on Facebook. Uh, just answer a few quick questions and we'll get you into that group. Uh, it's a place where you can post what you have going on, ask questions. We'll post a few stories in there from time to time. And you can also sign up for the Urban Knoxville newsletter, which goes out every Friday, lets you know what's happening over the weekend, usually tied to a theme, highlights some of our work from earlier in the week, and uh, just really a good uh, way to end your week and look ahead to the weekend. So links to both of those are going to be in the podcast description. If you'd like to follow me, you can give me a follow on Instagram at Scruff. And while you're still listening, still on that platform, Spotify, Apple, wherever you are, go ahead and hit that like or subscribe button so you get a notification every time a new episode drops or just come back on Mondays. And why not leave a review too? A five-star one if you would. Tell us what you love about the show and what you would like to hear us talk about next. As always, we'll be back again on Monday. Thanks for listening and stay scruffy, Knoxville.